good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm trying to find the fucking chorus. Like, John, I sat here before you. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks, Papi, and um, I just want you to know it's not personal. It felt personal. <laughs> Go ahead. I want you to know. Huh? <laughs> hey, John, I'm sorry, but hey, I admit that it's. Uh, Alright, cut it's that shit before been a that. While, yeah, John, that I have seen your face. I know, man. What's I up, know. bro? What's up, puppy? Good to see you. Good to see bro, you too. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, but we we have that's how long we haven't done the podcast. Dude. It's already October. But I love it. Like we've changed into a whole new season, bro. Like it, when, it, it, honestly, in my apartment, it's felt oh, like bro, it's changed seasons. Your apartment feels homey as fuck. I love it. Thank you, bro. No, yeah. but like I was saying before we started the episode, uh, during the summer we had the fucking AC cranking, dude, cranking because um, it was just too hot. And then they, where we're at, we're upstairs, and the sun just immediately hits. You know, every time the sun comes up, it just straight to the corner of our apartment. And heat rises as well. So oh yeah, yep. so we just got. Everything The shit end of the stick Every time I would come up I would hear your fucking AC Yeah Oh yeah We had that running 24-7 For sure Yeah absolutely Uh, So Now that October Is here Dude It feels amazing I don't gotta turn on the fucking AC My bill My AC bill (laughs) Is gonna drop Hey dude How how long How much uh, Has you Have you seen a difference In your bill You haven't You haven't really seen it now uh, well, because it's apartment, it's more of like a fixed, fixed like. You're gonna bill, go from paying eight dollars to four dollars. No, dude. Um, so when we moved here in March, I didn't have the AC bumping. So like, I, man, it, my bill was like eight dollars. Like, yeah, you're saying like yeah, eight eight ten, bucks. like ten, yeah. eight bucks, ten bucks. And then during the summer, it went up about a hundred bucks. Damn. Dude, we had that thing running. Like 24 Bro. hours And so you guys are here all the time with George. So you guys are fucking running the TV oh, yeah. Your Playstation, your amps For sure, well not the amps but for sure Like the Playstation, the TV, the AC Yeah dude, it, it went up about like $100 God damn. And then the thing is with the AC too We would run it All day, all night For like, even during the weekend Like all weekend, would not turn it off Unless we left to go get some food But then we would turn it right back on yeah, bro. That's the good thing about having an apartment. They all come with ACs like that that are pretty good. Your shit, it was new, right? It was brand new when you moved in. It, it looked like. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. So you have a built-in AC. You don't have to worry about buying extra. But you just have to worry about paying it. Hey, you want a fresh room? You, you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah, the only shitty thing, though, is that it didn't reach our room. So the living room, the kitchen, cold. But then we had to do that. I don't know if you know this technique. You probably do. Uh, we put the the fan in the hallway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the air reaches the so fan. The air, and it spread, spreads yeah, and out it the spreads cold into air. the room, dude. Hey, right Fuck there, dude. Genius, right there, bro. Genius, 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 genius. <sighs> he's like, he's like, um, uh, what does he say in that part, bro? He's like, uh, he's like, do you co- uh, what does he say? Uh, do you uh, do you write your poems in little crowns, deeds? <laughs> I think that's what he said. Oh, did you write that in, in Crowns Deeds? No, the part where he's about to get dropped, he goes, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I think I just I think. shat myself. 
That's what I was trying to get. That's what I was trying to remember. I think I, I just, just shot myself. myself. All right, real quick, before we get into oh, the episode, dude, that's fucking awesome. what movie would you say is your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Oh, great question. Oh, oh okay. I'm only going to say this because this is the first Adam Sandler movie that made me cry. I'm going to go with Click. Oh, okay, dude. I cried my eyes out on fucking Click, bro. great, dude. (sighs) And a lot of people don't like Adam Sandler because they're like, oh, you know, he's not funny. He's just this guy who gets his friends on his movies. And I'm like, bro, if I was on movies, I would get you guys on movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? Quality movies, bro. Like, he writes, like, people don't don't look at these people. Like, Adam Sandler, there's these big guys that make big money that write the scripts, produce the movies, have a big hand in directing it all that so they're in they have their hand in it from top to bottom only a few people in hollywood do that right i, I will say too with adam sandler he i'm not gonna say he's the only person but i think he is in regards to like going from comedy to dramatic movies he's probably like the best the best one one i've seen so Okay, click. Click is, I mean, it's a comedy, but then at the end, it gets fucking dramatic, that bro. Kinda threw me, that kind of yeah. threw me for a fucking, fucking tailspin, bro. Right? I was like, oh, my God. But then, God. you know, obviously, you have, like, you know, uh, was it Big Daddy, Big Wedding Daddy, Crashers, Water Boy. Water Boy. Like, those are the uh, Happy Gilmore. Like, those Gilmore, are, like, the, Billy the comedies, yeah. But then you go into his dramatic side. Yeah. That boy could act, man. Yeah. So, like... Okay, for instance, I think the most recent was uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. That, one that was, was good. good. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, there was another one. Should no. I shout out to the white girl with the big bed on that movie? Oh, yeah. yeah oh. Dana, Dana shouts her out all the time, too. Oh, does she? Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Then, you can say that. I just okay. wait for Dana to watch a movie. And, 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 and I'll be like, she'll be like, oh, did you see the white girl with the fat ass? I'll be like, I know, right? Like, we just wait for hey, At first, you're like, no, I didn't know. Let me <laughs> that's uh, a trick, let me bro. see it again. And that's a trick when, when you're in a relationship. If you, uh, you can only say something in that aspect unless your girl says it first. And then you're just like, oh, yeah, I didn't even notice, babe. Like, but you're right. Now that I see that. Oh, yeah, like, wow, I didn't notice wow, it before. I didn't, I didn't even catch a gander. I know, I know. Okay, so um, Uncut Gems was like his more recent one. But then there was one uh, that was like hella depressing, but he was good in it. What is it? Uh, Rain Over Me. That one's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain Over Me. I didn't see that one, but... That one was like, uh, I don't know if I want to see Adam Sandler in a movie like that. So he was like hella depressing in that, but he was good. But my favorite one that I, you know, I, I'm late to the game and my mom and Amber got me into it was Spanglish. I've never seen that one. Bro. I always thought that was like a, uh, like a rom-com. Like a rom-com. It, it kind of is, but Spanish? not your, tradi- yeah, but not your traditional really? like rom-com. It's a, it's more of a dramatic like drama. It's fucking good, bro. Watch that thinking, shit. Now that I think about Adam Sandler, I think about him being goofy, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I feel like he's the best at switching, being dramatic, and then being funny. What's the movie where he plays a alcoholic quarterback? Oh, the long yard. The longest yard is it? The oh, longest the long, yard. The, the longest yard. Yeah, yeah, it's that one. See, even that one is like very funny. But then he 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 has to play. That dramatic, uh, dramatic guy going through a difficult time uh, in the movie. So I'm trying to. I'm like looking at his uh, his like filmography. 
It's all fucking. You looking at his IMDb? Yeah. And you also got to think about his other shit, bro. Eight Crazy Nights. That's his totally like goofy, wacky side of him, right? Eight Crazy Nights, I think, was just him doing an animated thing and then just making it uh, um, uh, kind of like a musical, which is which shows you he's how creative he can be. Well, it's definitely a precursor to the Hotel Transylvania movies. Look at well, us. He made those. Yeah, he's oh, the, wow. he, yeah, he's the uh, Dracula. Oh wow! Yeah, well, the first what was it like three? How many are there? I think there's like four real. now. Oh wow! I feel oh, like wow. one person. Wow! Wow! Hey, you know you sounded like <laughs> <laughs> you sounded wow. like um, uh, what's that famous actor? He's very old. He has like a big head. And he he talks like this. Wow! <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, something Chris Christensen? No. Oh, no. Christopher Walken. Christopher Dude, Walken, it's funny bro, you, you say that. Like Dude, wow. it, it, okay, so it's funny you say that because I used to get told that all the what, time. Oh, you just sounded like did it again? Uh, I don't. I used to be able to do it on the spot, pretty fucking good. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to do it now. Talk, talk through it. Talk through it. Talk through it. Okay. Well, the books. No, 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 the no, 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 no. Books. The, <laughs> you gotta get it over there. <laughs> Why does he talk like and that? And then he, I don't know if you remember that movie Blast from the Past. He used to do that thing with like the. <laughs> yeah. You see that? With like the fingers. He used to snap his fingers, but he was like. Bro. He has like a weird look to him. He's like tall, like kind of hunchback. He's like, You're hand. staring at me all wrong. <laughs> do it again. I cut you in the face with a soldering iron. Christopher Walken impression. Okay, here we go. I'm going to. I want. I want. We're going to play something and then I want, you, right. I want you to do it. I'll do it. Oh, bro, that's fucking hilarious. Hey, that dude's a G, though, uh, I will say. Fucking YouTube, man. Sorry, we got we got some ads here, guys. This is him washing his hands. Oh, my God, he's got the slick back here. Watch those nature documentaries on the cable? Yeah. See the one about lions? Yeah. This lion, he's the king of the jungle. Huge mane. <laughs> uh, Do that. The lion. He's got, you got this lion. He's the king of the jungle. Huge man. I don't know. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> you're talking, Bro, you're talking to my guy all wrong. Nah, I, don't, I, can't. I feel like you're trying to play him. Yeah, see, way. I... It's one of those things where I, I just have to do it because I, I they used to tell me all the fucking time, bro, you you fucking Christopher Walken. I, I was can, like me. You know what? I, who you know what I can imitate pretty good is, and I just because I see this all the time, is like a uh, like a Brazilian uh, a guy speaking in, in with a Portuguese accent and English, like uh, a journalist watching an MMA fight. Trying to speak in English with the Portuguese accent. Jesus Christ. Yeah, is that That's so descriptive. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Look at here, John. He's going for the he's going for the real naked John right here. Oh, bashing the guard, going <laughs> going deep in the guard right here, bashing the guard. One, two. Oh my with. god. Okay, so but I, I like how we deviated from fucking <laughs> Adam Adam Sandler. But okay, yeah, so Bro, we've been a we've been a, Away so long from each other. There's so much so to catch much, up. So but much catching up. There was like a short in one of the cables. Something started sparking out. But we're back now. We're, we are back. Dude. I had some Taco Bell today, so it was like it, it, it caught. Yeah. 
It disrupted our session. Those, Anyways, those the real um, local tacos beef. Yeah, dude. So fucking two weeks. Well, more well, than two more weeks. More than two weeks. I think it was almost like three, a yeah, almost weeks. like close to a month. Three dude. weeks, dude. And you know, it was it, 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 we've been going through some personal stuff. You know, I don't uh, want to again. Like anybody. I said, if you want to talk about it, bro, you could be honest here. Yeah, I don't want to say anybody's names, but you know, personal shit going on. I don't know how you feel. How do you react, bro, when shit happens and people like people you love? Yeah. And let's say something bad happens, bro. Like something terrible happens, not not to them, but like someone significant to them. Yeah, does that affect you? Like, can you like? Does it affect you? Do you get down? Can you like? Obviously, uh, you're, well, you're my sympathetic and shit. Yeah, you have to be sympathetic, bro. Yeah. I mean, you know, perfect example um, would have to be my my boy Aaron. Yeah, uh, you know when his grand so trip out on this uh so this was about 2014 uh you know right at the peak of like anything seditionist right Bro, I, I remember this time you're talking i remember the time that you're talking about right now yeah I so like that, yeah. peak you know peak with the band like it was like we were white hot meaning yeah. like Everything was going good, and people wanted to book you for shows. Yeah, it, it was just a good time. It was yeah, a, yeah. it was a good time, and then uh, you know there was tragedy with with Aaron's family, you know, and uh, his 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 grandma yeah. was wasn't really wasn't doing too well, yeah. you know, and so uh, you know he was going to the hospice pretty much every day. So you know it, it hurt me because I saw how bad he was doing. In, in in terms of like how it affected him, you know, and that dude's like that dude's my brother. Yeah, yeah. You know, no matter what, like I, you know, I got him. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, when he was at the hospice, I was at the hospice. You know, spending time with with him and his, you know, grandma. So, you know, it, it, it you have to be sympathetic, and yeah. you have to. Um, you know, just be there and and not necessarily like even if you can't be there physically, it's just oh, like, you know, also just checking up on them. Yeah. Hey, bro, how's your, you know, yeah. how's so so doing? How, you know, that and being respect, emotional. Okay. Yeah. Emotionally being there emotional. Available. Yeah. Emotionally available for them and yep. having their like emotional support, but yep. also too, if they need their space, respecting the, you know, respecting that. Yep. Yep. And being like, hey, you know, uh, you know, like if you need me, I'm here. Yeah. So, but does that ever affect you to where now you're like in a funk or like you're uh, in a weird state of mind um, where the, like you can't shake off? Well, it definitely affected me. So, like going back to that story, you know, unfortunately she passed away. Yeah. You know, and uh, and with with Aaron's grandma, um, there's only a little bit of times that I I. I spent time with her, yeah, but not enough to say like, oh, like you know, this is my this is my person yeah, too, you know what I mean? Exactly. But because of Aaron, like I was there, you know, you knew, you knew, you knew, you knew her, and yeah, you knew for her, sure. Yeah. So you know, when she passed away, like it affected me, dude. Yeah, like it affected me. Yeah, and I just remember, um, you know, when when we took her, you know, to to Rose, I, she was it Rose Hills? No, it was a uh, forest lawn. Um. Yeah, man, it, it was it was rough. It's weird, huh? Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Yeah, like you know, weird. it was just I was in a funk. You know what yeah. I mean? And and it, I think the most important thing is in in those moments you have to just surround yourself with that person or people that that yeah. 
you love. You know, as corny as that fucking sounds, um, you know, and, and it sucks because within a month of of from the time that she passed away, uh, his grandpa passed away. Damn. Yeah. So then it was like having to do that all over again, you know, and so um, it was rough, dude. And and that was the inspiration of, of um that album that we did, Retract Relapse. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. A lot of the, the stuff that he wrote and just the, how we all were feeling at that time. Um, That's sick. Was, was a direct, you know, direct response to yeah. what had happened, yeah. you know, because at that point, it, it, I mean, I guess it was good for Aaron, too. You know, I don't want to speak for him, but just from, like, the experience of, of us, of what had happened was... You know, he went through that and it was fucking traumatic, you know. Oh, hell yeah. And literally a week later, we had tour. Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro. And so there was That's no, crazy. there was like no time to fucking like, like grief. You know That's what I mean? Insane. It was just like, okay, well, we got to go on tour now. Yeah. And so when we toured, like that's kind of how we uh, kind of, we did our grieving yeah. on tour. And I remember when we were at, in New Mexico, uh, we wrote that album in three days because we just had to get it out. He, damn, you guys had the time. Well, not the time, but you guys were like, yeah. So, and I don't know if that that does obviously that doesn't correlate to what we're talking about now. No, but, but the but point it, being it, was that was our grieving. Yeah, that was like our therapy almost. You know what I mean? That's a part of the story, bro. Which is yeah. beautiful. That, and I say that sick. Like when you were like, oh, you know, we it, it put us in a in in a, in a state of mind to write that album. It's sick that. From something so tragic, looking back at it now, you can uh, see like how much it brought you guys closer. How it made a magical, uh, you know, uh, album, if yeah. you will. You know, it's, that's the kind of look at the silver lining. Yeah, of well, things. it was very, it was very cathartic. Uh, I would say for Aaron, and I mean, obviously, like with everybody else in the group, you know. But like, I feel like particularly with like Aaron and I, you know, because at that point. I mean, we were really close. Like, I've known him since fucking seventh grade. But, like, we, um, you know, we never really had, like, that type of, uh, like, experience together. So I feel like, although it was very sad, it also brought us super close. And because I myself was, like, always there, you know, being that support for him. Um, and you know, and, and, and I guess that can translate to like what you're feeling, you yeah. know what I mean? And so, yeah. um, I think the, the best advice that I could give, uh, is as much as it makes you feel like in a funk, you have to be strong oh, yeah, for, definitely. for that person, Yeah, whoever that person may be, you have to be strong because, be strong for them, yeah. you know, the, because they need you more than than you think yeah. you know oh, what I yeah, mean definitely, bro. and so I mean that's my experience is just like hey man like it, as much as it, it, it does feel a little shitty yeah you just be strong you know yeah. what I mean because I think at the end of the day seeing that person get through it and, and, and kind of accept it and then could you know rebuild themselves from that you know it's it's all good yeah you know, because that, that was for me, like, it, it was one of those things where after the fact and after we did all that stuff, like, I think we came out of it a, a lot 
better. Closer. I Closer. Closer. Yeah. Because like I said, we didn't have that like time to grieve. Yeah. So because it happened to both his his grandparents. Yeah. And then That's crazy. a week later, we had to fucking leave. Yeah. So like we left in a depressed mood. And then we can't, you know, we wrote the album, you know, kind of went through it all, like traveled. And then we came back like completely different different well that was your healing process that was a healing work. process essentially yeah, yeah. And all that bonding and stuff like that so. yeah for sure and and granted like it's it's one of those things where like it's not gonna go away that fast yeah. you know obviously but you need to have some sort of like process to heal you yeah. know what i mean i think you have to kind of go through that that phase of you know whether it be grief or depression yep. you know and in order to kind of fully grow to fully grow oh, yeah, you know because i feel like if you keep that shit in yeah uh it'll just turn you into an ugly person oh yeah you know definitely. what i mean i've been there and so and, and but I, that's what i'm saying i think the, the having someone that supports you and that is like your your north star almost yep. is really a, a huge factor yep so that's I mean, my advice. And, and I mean, I asked that question because we were talking about like, hey, like, what do we tell? Like we, you know, we've been away for a minute, haven't released an episode. So obviously, at least for me, I don't know if people have asked you, hey, bro, what's going on? But at least for me, hey, bro, what's going on with the... Well, you know me, dude. I live under a rock. So yeah. I mean, but I, I mean, yeah, bro. And I want you to be honest, man. Yeah. You know, I want you. I don't want you to feel like this is a quote unquote comedy podcast yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like we laugh we have a good time people who listen they have a good time, have a good time. Yeah. uh but it, i think in order for people to relate to us they need to also see that other side man yep. you know because uh, you know you don't want to be one dimensional and not saying that you are obviously you're not mm -hmm. but with this podcast too man like i don't want them to just be, be like oh it's just always this shits and giggles shits and giggles dick jokes and yeah. like freaking yeah it's not which always is cool like that. it's cool but which it's not always cool. like that yeah man you know and if I mean? you feel that's why bro like i never once told you nah fuck that we gotta yeah, do it gotta no, do like it. Yeah. i understood because yeah. bro trust me like yeah. I, I know there's times where i don't even want to fucking go yeah. out yeah and i don't want to talk to nobody yep and i feel like the difference between you and i is i'll fucking stick to that shit yeah. and if i could I'll stay my ass at the house and yep. not fucking talk to anybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so, but that's not good yeah. at all. Yeah, it's not good. And, you know, uh, to lay everything on the table, you know, I, will, I I texted you and I was like, hey, bro, like, you know, going through some stuff. Not personally, like, on but me. But you're going through but, it. But, you know, uh, you know, to to be honest, you know, my, my girlfriend lost a loved one in her life and, uh, you know, she had to uh, uh, leave the country for a few weeks and stuff. So, uh, um, that kind of... Out of just res respect for her and her family, uh, I, did, I, I didn't really feel like being yeah. funny, right? Being funny. That was like the first week, right? But then I figured I've ha had this lingering feeling of like not wanting to socialize at all, right? Mm -hmm. and Which I remember you were yeah, telling me that. Yeah, and I was like, man, like that's... I recognize that that's not okay. Like, yeah, I should... It's one thing to, like, be respectful and to do this, but, like, I didn't feel the need to be sociable. Be funny. Like, or at least speak on the microphone and try to, uh, you know... For me, I'm always trying to find the funny and things and stuff yeah. like that, right? So I didn't want to... I didn't want to be in a position to do that. So um, talking to a buddy of mine from work... Don't want to say his name, but you know who you are, bro. Shout out to you. Uh, he made it very obvious that uh, um, 
you know, uh, the condition that I had that I'm going through, uh, you know, might be a little more severe than I think. And he might have a point because, you know, um, he's open with his condition, sure. his 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 uh, what he feels and stuff like that. And I relate to a lot of the stuff that he's he's going through and that he he tells me about his situation. Right. Yeah. So when I hear him talking, I'm like, man, I, I relate a lot to that makes me kind of realize like, man, if he's getting the help and he's, you know, seeking for sure these extra ways to, to help him out himself out. Maybe I need to start doing that, right? Because, you know, I've been living, uh, you know, I've been living kind of thinking like, oh, man, you know, things are all good, which they are. Mm -hmm. But I go through these peaks and valleys where my valleys are a little. They feel a little, like a little. Not not low, but just longer. Like mm. I, my valleys last too much uh, that I think like in my eyes is not normal or last a little it's a little bit more severe a little bit more heavier and sure. a little bit more prolonged and so do you feel this uh the, like this situation with with your girl with diana it was triggering yeah that's what i said do you think it opened up like a whole yes. can of other worms yes, uh, I see, so bro. like the first week or so i realized that it was it's normal to feel uh um, cause I, I met her, I met her, her, her grandma, mm -hmm. you know, I, I met her and I knew her personally and, uh, you establish a relationship with someone yeah, that you know, sure. that's close to someone you love, uh, that in itself takes a toll on you. Right. But then uh. I realized like, man, I'm, I'm kind of um, like, that's not really affecting me that at first initial part of it wasn't affecting me as much, yeah, but it was the lingering, the lingering yeah. effect that I still, to this day, like I feel like I, I just like, it's nothing like serious or, but so let me, let me ask you though, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. So when you're in that lingering yeah. feeling, yeah. like what type of, um, you know, I, I want to be respectful by asking these questions, nah, bro, you know, but like, I, like what kind like, what thoughts are going in your head? Like, what is it that you're, you're, like, when you're in that feeling, like, what are you thinking about? Is it, like, insecurities? A lot is of it... insecurity. Um, a lot of, uh, that's a lot of it, like. Um, now, if you don't mind me, give, give me some context. Oh, so I'll, I'll like, like, let's say some something you shouldn't, you should have done. You should have been responsible for, for sure. like in doing homework or something that's very important to you, right? Mm -hmm. That's just an example. Doing for me, insecurities come from do, not doing what I'm supposed to do. So when I'm in that that state that I'm in, uh, where it's a little dark, a little heavy, a little cloudy, if you will, um, all those insecurities like come start on to more. pile yeah, up. They yeah, they start to pile up, and then I think of everything like, oh man, like oh, I should be a little bit more more uh diligent i said i should work a little bit more harder i mm -hmm. should uh, uh be a little bit more um um i should be on time to more yeah. things right like these stupid little things eat up at me right yeah but not only that uh also what what lingers in my head is um uh just like all the negative things i've ever thought of myself mm. all that once mm -hmm. like, like the, your self-worth yeah like Dude. It's hard. It, it's so hard for me to understand. Like, I told this. I forget who I told this to. I think I told it to my girlfriend. I was like, when I'm feeling like this, I feel like the minute I show up to work 
everybody's looking at me and thinking all the things that I'm thinking about myself. Dude, it's so I funny. Walk through, I walk through the mall and I feel like everyone's like, oh, look at that fucking guy going back to school. No. He's not going to make it. Look at that guy right there. Look, at he's trying to move up at work. He ain't going to get that. Like, that's what he tell me. Dude, it's, it's crazy that you say that because uh, that was me. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like 100%. Like, you're not alone in yeah. that. Bro, like, you know, and I never told anybody this because... I mean, I always, and I feel like go, it goes back to, yeah. uh, I want to say it's insecurity, but like, I guess you could say it is. It was one of those things where I put up this confidence in front of myself, but it was more like fake confidence. Oh, bro, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, I didn't 100%. want anybody to see what was actually going on. So, yep. for, for example, you know, and I don't think I ever told you this because it was something that I never talked about, you know, for. You know, a good portion of my fucking twenties, and it's crazy because you know you're about to be thirty, bro. I'm about to be thirty next week. So like, I you know, and it's crazy because more recently I've been like reflecting on like my twenties. Yeah, you know what I mean. Musically, personal, like everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, So it's crazy, bro. You know, the one thing I, you know, I've told Amber about this too. Like, bro, like my early twenties to like my mid Mm twenties. Like Although 20 to, 20 to 25 Yeah uh, 21 to 24 26 yeah. So like Although they were fun Because I was touring And I was doing all that shit Like Personally I was a shitty fucking person man You think so? Oh 100% At least to me Like but, you know what I'm saying? But, but you know what? It's funny you say that I never really noticed that But I also Don't really feel When I'm around My loved ones My mm-hmm. cousins You My girlfriend My parents Whoever I don't really feel that type, that of, type yeah, of way. For sure. It's because I have that that sense of comfort and security yeah. around you guys, right? But when I'm when I'm not around you guys, when I'm out in the world, which is a lot of the time, that's when I'm alone at home. You can start like running that. the thoughts, that's right? That's when things like that No, happen, for sure. Bro. I mean, that was the so, same. So, so when you tell me that, I'm surprised I've never seen that. It's I because know. with around us, maybe you weren't really like that. You well, know? and then also, too, you got to remember, like, I wasn't around a lot. Yeah, that too. You know what that I mean? Too. So, like, you guys got the best of me at that time. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah. so, but outside of that, yeah. you know, I, I always felt... Um, <laughs> so I, I have this running joke with Amber. Was it was not even a running joke? It's more like an inside thing where, like, I used to literally tell people like, and this sounds so fucking stupid. Like I used to think I was like the villain of my own story. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as corny yeah. and as stupid as that fucking sounds, like I genuinely believed it. Like yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of that had to do with like, not necessarily like I had a good upbringing, like with my mom. You know that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I didn't have a father figure. Yeah. No, bro, that has a lot you know to do what I mean. It, so, yeah. you know, I and, and the you know the father that I did have. Yeah. I think the the worst thing in the world is to have a father be, who is there physically, yeah. mm-hmm. but isn't there. Yeah. At all, well, like for anything, you know what I mean. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but anywho, I feel yeah. like I used to tell myself like I'm never gonna be like this dude. And I feel like the more I kept saying it, the more the you, more I started becoming him. Bro, you're preaching to the fucking so, choir right now, bro. So, like going back to what I was saying, from like my early twenties to about my mid twenties, I, um, you know, I fucking, you I felt just, like that. Yeah, that's I felt, felt like that. Yeah. Just like selfish, yeah. you know, didn't give a fuck about anybody's feelings, 
Hey, you know and, what I mean? And, and it, the way, because I, I feel like I felt that way too. And for a little bit, I don't know if you agree, for a little bit, that worked. Like that worked for me for a, little, a year or it, two. Like that, that attitude and that fuck it. Like I'm just gonna think about me. It's good, but you also got. Yeah. It's a little dangerous too, man. And, yeah, and I definitely. mean, I feel like that was. I was just. I didn't give a fuck if it was family, yeah. friends, no, whoever. Agree. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. You know, I had that mentality. Yeah. And so, at that time, I you know, it almost it was kind of like a comfort fucking blanket. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. over me because. Again, you know, fuck the world, fuck everybody. Absolutely. I'm doing, I'm doing me. I'm touring. Like I don't fucking need anybody. Yeah. Like that was my mentality. Yeah. You know, but going back to what you were saying about the insecurities, bro. Like I did not felt like I deserved anything good in my life. Yeah. Oh, so I anything just... good that did come, I would push away. Push it away because you didn't feel like you deserved it. Exactly. Yeah. You know because I felt like I was such a piece that, of that's, shit. That's self sabotage, bro. Exactly. Self sabotage. You're gonna I, you're gonna ruin your world because that's the only thing you know. Well, you're gonna ruin it intentionally before you try really hard to do what For you're sure, trying bro. to do, and then you ruin it unintentionally, and then that breaks your heart even more. For sure. So well, then you're going to do it first and break your heart slightly less than if you were to do it going all in and then you fell. Oh, after well, all yeah. That. So, I mean, dude, like anything good that ever came into my life. Yeah. I would always fuck it up. Oh, absolutely. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. And so I feel hey, like yeah, are we twins. I th- well, we look like twins. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, man. But, you know, and and that that was me forever. Yeah. The, I did not have. The mental capacity to have anything fucking good in my life yeah. because I didn't want it. You didn't want it, yeah. you know, and so. But it's also a, and again, this is going from my personal experience. You probably agree as well. That was just a, and that was just how you valued. That was a reflection of how much you valued yourself, which oh, was very little. Absolutely. Because when I would do that, it was just like I don't give a fuck about me. I'm a, I'm a failure anyway. So why am I gonna yeah. try to hold myself to these high and, standards? And you know, and, and look like. I, 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 well, at least I think now I do, you know, because we've thought like I have a good relationship with my pops now. Yeah. You know, uh, do I talk to him every day? Yeah. No. No. But it's there's a, a somewhat of a solid foundation now. And I feel like a lot of that did reflect uh, of like my upbringing with him. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like once I had that conversation with him and then I also had a dream. I don't know if I ever told this on the podcast but but i think i've told you the guy standing at the door with you thought it was aaron no i'm kidding no not that <laughs> not that, not that. Hey, amg was like oh my god i imagined his smiling face and you're freaking out <laughs> I was like, yeah. no man so there was a, a a time like i said around that um you know early 20s to mid 20s mm-hmm. where i was just treating everybody like shit mm-hmm. uh, you know all that jazz hey i don't personally i never got that from you bro like like that whole well within the family no well you were probably even within the family you were probably very selective yeah with like who you like because even like you know we, we we talk bro and we were pretty open with each other yeah. and we like there's people that we don't we don't get as long with as well as we do with others yeah well I, so, I think for me and it's always and that's always kind of been my struggle and i mean i think like now i'm at an age where i'm okay I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy with life. Mm. Like, I've learned so much, but it took a lot for me. Oh, by the way, Dodgers are up. 
What's the score? I can't see. Four one. Yeah, baby. Let's yeah, go, of the Dodgers. Fifth. Yeah, we're watching the Dodger game. I was we're having this deep conversation. No, I love it. I, well, I'm not, I can't see it, but yeah. Anyway, but um, no, man. Like, I you know, for the longest time, like I always kind of battled with like those feelings. Like when I'm high, I'm like I'm on this high. Mm-hmm. I'm riding that wave, and everything mm-hmm. is good, and yep. I'm positive and. You know, but then when I'm on that low, it fucking lingers, bro. Yeah. You know. Yep. And, and that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. And again, and I'm sure you feel those insecurities of self worth. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh shit! Like, are they talking about me? Yeah. Oh, are they talking like, about me? But you gotta realize, you know, that's just those are just thoughts in your head, bro. Yeah. Like so, and it's crazy. My buddy Mike. Mike Liar, shout out Mike Liar. I don't know if he listens to the Mike podcast. Mike Liar, what does that even mean? He's, that's his last name, lawyer. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about, uh, we were having a conversation last week. We were at rehearsal, and he says something to me, and I'm gonna paraphrase it. I'm probably gonna fuck it up, but it kind of stuck with me. He was like, you know, you have this group of people, right? And everybody's gonna like perceive some like the way you perceive yourself is going to be different than how this like this individual is going to perceive you and then it's going to be different than how your parents perceive you and then your you know your teacher is going to perceive you differently like everybody's going to have a different a different but you are always you're always going to have like this like fucking mindset that like oh everybody's talking about me yeah like and not in a good way. Yeah. And to be honest, bro, it's just all in your head. It's all in your head. Because I'm sure those people that you think are like pointing the finger, looking at you, they don't even know who the fuck yeah. you are. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. that's just yeah, that's th- so that's so stupid. Like that's you saying that makes me feel selfish for thinking that it makes you feel stupid. But I, I, but no, dude, I, I, my biggest problem um, has always been like. Oh, am I good enough? Oh, like yeah. am I good enough to oh, be this yeah. person's friend? Or am I good enough? To uh, my good enough to go back to school, my good enough, to, whatever you to, know to, what I mean. But not to, only that, like my biggest, and you know, even I, up until recently, then on just to be full transparent with you, like I always felt like with either friendships or relationships, like oh, you know, this like I always thought like oh, this person's mad at me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, when you take a step back and like look at the situation, mm-hmm. you know. What did, what do they matter you for? Like what did you do? You didn't do shit. Yeah, but for shit. whatever reason, yeah. like your mind automatically thinks like, oh, like I see how this person's talking to this person and it's differently. But then when he talks to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's not the same not the dynamic. Same. Oh, so is this person mad at me? Or like, oh, does he not like me? Yeah. That dude, that was legit me for the longest, the longest time. That's a great point. And that's a great point. To be honest, that's just in your head, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, you know, that's just a shit that you're conjuring Mm -hmm. up in your fucking head. Mm -hmm. And it's not even true. I don't know if you've experienced that. Oh, yeah. But, like, that's something for me that I I think that was, like, my biggest fucking hurdle that I had to overcome. And it got to a point, bro, where I was just like, you know what, man? Like, I am who I am. Yeah. And I experienced that. And then it's not like, oh, they're mad. It's more so, what did I do? Yeah. I don't, it's not like, oh, they're mad. Like, Oh, they're mad. It's oh, they're they're acting different. What did I do? Yeah, like, it's not really 
a matter of like, oh, they're feeling mad or upset or jealous or whatever. I just want to know what I did. Yeah, but there's but no there's, there's, there's no, no foundation to, to even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no merit. There's nothing like yeah. it's just something that you conjured up that you truly believe exactly. is true. You know, another, uh, you know, uh, what's another one that I, I've been through? Um, I think that one was the biggest. Another one is just like, like I was saying, just like even with relationships, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I always felt like, um, you know, I didn't deserve this person and I've ruined relationships yeah. for it. And, yeah. you know, thank God that I was able to kind of come off the other end of it because yeah. when I met Amber, mm-hmm. I felt like I was finally in a moment where I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've I've made a lot of changes and I've grown and you know she sees it and you know we've been good, but it took a lot, bro. And and the story I was gonna say was, you know, there was a time in my mid twenties where I was like I said being a dick and just being an ass, and uh, there was a a moment where I had a dream. Like I that day, I had like this off fucking day like i didn't oh i think i did tell you i did tell you this story you know i said it in one of the episodes but i'll, I'll re-say it again anywho um like i had like this really like off day i fucking i couldn't go to sleep but when i did go to sleep i had a dream that i was at a at a wake that's right yep. mm-hmm. i did tell you right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know i go to the end of the uh i go to the fucking casket and i was, it was, and it was me yeah and it startled the fuck out of that's me bro. Crazy, bro that's so scary yeah 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 so you know, after that, I woke up and I was just like, holy, like I took it as like a, a, a sign of pretty much like, hey, you know, if you continue down this path, like who the fuck is going to be there when you're dead? Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of like woke me up a little bit. But yeah, man, I just uh, I feel you, man. I feel you. I, I get it. That's why when you told me everything, yeah. I was yeah, like, bro, right. like you take as much time as you yeah. need, dude. Yeah. Like, and and I, I honestly didn't plan on like i was probably gonna take another week or two and then you know talking to to my buddy at work um he kind of made it very clear like hey a first first and foremost uh you need to reevaluate he was telling me that i need to reevaluate kind of where i'm at Mm -hmm. uh uh i don't know if this is known to, to anybody or to anyone in the family or I don't know I never really talk about it but um, about like three years ago I was like diagnosed doctor all that whole deal with depression and anxiety mm-hmm. I haven't taken medication up until this point um, but in talking with my buddy at work he's made it he made it kind of very clear to me that I probably should start exploring uh, avenues in which medication whether it's um, natural, natural, mm-hmm. or um, something prescribed. Uh, I should probably start incorporating that into my life, and so it can aid. And when I say natural, you know, I'm talking about uh, like psilocybin, yeah. mushrooms, uh, microdosing, um, you know, stuff like that. And I kind of agree with him. You know, I d- kind of want to stay away from the pills the pills and i know there's uh, different I, I think, variants I, I, think the pills. I know there's different yeah. variants and i know it it, it 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 differs from person to person and based on what this person told me uh you know he told me that 
it's been working very well for him. Was he, does he take pills or would he yes, take? Yes, he takes. Yeah, he takes pills. I, I forgot and, what. And, and also with and with and make sure with therapy, you know, speaking. To well, somebody, the, and so, that's what I was going to yeah. bring up is like, mm-hmm. hey man, talk to talk to somebody. Exactly. You know exactly. I mean? Therapist. Yeah. So you know, I I feel like it's my responsibility, bro, to kind of. You know, I haven't seen a doctor since then. I haven't really been to therapy as of late. So, you know, if the older I get, bro, like if you want to make changes in your life, you're going to have to do the work. So it's like, for wh- sure. what's the work to be done for this occasion? Speak to a doctor, see what options are out there for, for someone in my position. You know, they maybe they they obviously can tell you how severe things are and maybe I need to kind of be reevaluated because. Well, I thought, I think it's always good to get a different perspective. Exactly. Like for me, I, I took antidepressants. Yeah. Uh, how, does, how did those make you feel? I didn't like it. Yeah. I stopped just because I, I felt like I didn't do anything. Yeah. But then I also feel, and you know, my perspective on the antidepressants could be completely different from the other person. Exactly. You know, it just depends. Exactly. I think ultimately you have to put in that work. Yeah. And at that time I didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I took the pills and I just assumed that oh, like, I'm going to be cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not what they're, that's for. Not what it's gonna be. you know what I mean? Like, I think that, that's just, that's just, that's a portion. Yeah. yeah. That's a portion of it. You have to put in that work. Just, that work. just like the, the person who goes to the gym to work out and get yeah. their body, yeah. Really fucking in, in peak form. And you what, have to do that with your with your mental. Yeah. State. And what age did you take the, the antidepressants? How old were you? Uh, I was twenty three. Okay, so uh, based on what we kid. just said all earlier in the show, yeah. you think you had time to even think about like working on yourself? Yeah, I wasn't you know even I mean? here. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it, on top of touring, music. Yeah. You know, doing all that. Like if I'm thinking back to twenty three year old me. Like maybe I would know I would need to take these meds, but in real- reality, I'm too busy drinking, partying. You know, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like we weren't never like like we were selfish, and you know we were having our issues. But I don't think we were bad human beings, like creating havoc, being violent, no. being disrespectful. You know, so. Um, uh, I think for me it was a little different because I didn't have that foundation. That traditional foundation in regards to like I have a mom and I have a dad, and, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So definitely in my adolescent years and then in my yeah. early twenties, bro, I was reckless. Yeah, Reck- you know, out throwing parties, yeah, fucking touring. Like I said, all that shit. Uh, I feel like the touring helped for sure. Yeah. Fucking it like settled me down a little bit. As weird as that sounds, but like you know, just being confined in a van for hours, like you're kind of just there Fuck, but that's tough um nah man but I, I feel like you just have to put in that work you, yeah, you, you know not to. only not only with the with this you know the stimulants but talking to somebody and and, and i if i can go back bro like if i can honestly grow go back and talk to my younger self I would probably tell him to be more honest with myself, oh, like with bro, yourself, like fuck. be more on, like, yeah, you know, and, this, and what I mean by that is like, don't keep shit in. Yeah. Don't bottle stuff yeah. in. Don't and not only to yourself, but to other people. Exactly. And, and people. you know, and, and just put yourself and as corny as this is going to sound, put yourself in like a, in that vulnerable state. Cause bro, yeah. I feel like that machismo attitude yeah. is not going to benefit anybody. Nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a time and a place for you to to be man, and then there's yeah. a time and a place for you to actually fucking like, like, 
take a look in the mirror and, yeah. and, and just be honest, bro. Well, well to that, bro, I, I would say be honest to yourself and be kinder to yourself, bro. Because I was entirely way too critical of myself, entirely way too uh, demeaning of my of my self-esteem and my character, bro. All from me, dude. Yeah. So how the hell am I even going to... Uh, where do I have room to allow myself this opportunity to tell myself that I could fucking do this or do that or yeah. or be this person or you know? For sure, no, I, we, I get we, it, bro. We, we no, were young absolutely. and dumb, bro. We were young and dumb, and you know, if for me, it's a little weirder, bro, because you know, my, th- I feel like all this happened to me at an older age. You know, with my parents splitting up when I was in my twenties, bro. I, because I felt like I came from like a like a. a a perfect not a perfect family but like oh i had my dad i had my mom you know my mom always took care of us we uh we were always so loving like how can something like this happen uh, yeah. to my family and when it did bro that shit took me for a fucking whirlwind dude. for and sure then, and i was like man no i get it man so and, it and like, i think my, with my mindset it's always been like a sense of abandonment issues mm-hmm, you know just mm-hmm, to be real mm-hmm. because i didn't have a father yeah you know i didn't have that like mom and dad relationship even i think like and it goes back to what i said like i feel like the worst kind of relationship with anybody or with any type of parental is the parentals that are there Mm -hmm. but not really there you know what i mean like absentee parenting yeah Yeah. so you know i love my mom i love my mom and and as much as she could annoy the fuck out of me sometimes oh bro you annoy the shit out of her too yeah it's vice versa (laughs) but we we don't have like i don't look at my mom as my mom yeah i look at her more like a sister yeah and she hates it when i say that but because she had me when she was 15 yeah you know so i look at like my nana as my mom uh because she's the one who pretty much raised me you know and and the thing with you know a kid raising a kid is you're gonna make mistakes especially if you're a single mom Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so i always felt as i was getting old like you know through middle school and high school like i always felt like i had to teach myself how to do things you know because as much as my mom like was there financially she she you know she got me everything I needed for school and shit like that. But then when it came time for me to like learn shit about how to be a man, like she couldn't, you know what I mean? And then you add the other aspect of my my stepfather, you know, uh, well, I mean, I think you had wrestling there, bro, to kind of uh, yeah, wrestling said my yeah for sure uh, structure and and balance and probably even though. You say you were wild and stuff like that. That probably... That that definitely got me out of it, man. Because I, I feel like... So, I started wrestling when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. And it was just by by chance because I was in football. And <laughs> hey, I remember, bro, like you were... We, we were both chubby and shit. Yeah. I remember when you, you know, fucking going from middle school to high school. Yeah. And I seen you one day and you were, I was like, oh, God damn, this one's going <laughs> Yeah, bro. Uh, wrestling did save it, but the thing is, we 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 had a terrible program though. Like we were good, but within the four years, I had three different coaches. Damn. Yeah, but it wasn't until like so with the adolescence and all that shit came the drugs. So yeah. I did, and fucking you know, and I'm not proud of it. You know, I did cocaine, I did you know crack, I did all mm-hmm. that shit, mm-hmm. weed. Luckily, it never got to the point where I was like hella addicted, but I did it because I had the back room. Yeah, 
you know, and I can do whatever the fuck I want, you know. But this is probably a good time to say this podcast is sponsored by Dare. Yeah, <laughs> Dare program is sponsoring this episode. But what I'm saying is, it wasn't until my junior year where I had my coach Casey. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the guy, the the rest in peace. Yeah, RIP. RIP. Um, who was like, all right, bro, like, what you gonna do? Yeah, he's like, what are you gonna do, bro? Like, are you gonna go down this path and continue what you're doing, or are you gonna fucking, you know? Take do wrestling and then with me do it fucking serious. And it sucks to be told that on like it, yeah. at that age. And it, it, you, we already know how we both felt during that that time. Like you get told that, and it's like, do you, I'm dude. I, the, the, my biggest flaw, bro, is I'm stubborn as yeah. fuck, bro. <laughs> bro, we're the, we're the same. So you you yeah, tell me, like I'm gonna person. do the opposite. But dude, I, I didn't make it easy for him, yeah. man. I really did not make it easy for him, but. Like that dude saved my fucking life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like that's when you were saying that you saw me and I was all in shit. Yeah. It was because of that fool. Yeah. Because prior to him, I was like, I mean, I was in shape. You we know need to I mean? be in like, shape just by doing yeah. wrestling workouts. And but like, I was like, I was, in, I was decent, you know, yeah. but it wasn't until him where I, I like, I took it serious. Yeah. And changed my fucking diet and did all this. <laughs> the picture shit. of you in the yeah. <laughs> You need to find that picture, bro. I, 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 ha, I have it. So, yeah, I have it somewhere. I'll, oh, I'll send it to you. But like, that's great. when I took it serious. Yeah, man. But I mean, regardless, it was like I, high school was such a weird time for me, man. Because like, I felt like the last two years were cool because I had wrestling, but mm-hmm. I had it like like serious. You and, had to change up a lot of shit that yeah, you were doing prior to that, for sure. And you know, it wasn't. And then when I graduated I feel like I went through this like weird phase and I told Amber this I was like I almost feel like the first year out up until like 23 24 were kind of a blur to me Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I feel like I started to get into my own head about everything you know what i mean about my dad yeah about everything. my self-worth about my insecurities you know what i mean yeah you know you know i envy the type of person i envy is the people in high school graduated went to college did the the shit six years got their bachelors went into a career field now they're doing great those are the motherfuckers I envy so much because I look at them and I'm like, man, bro, you had not to say they had it figured out, but you had your head on your sh- you had a, your head straight on your shoulders so much that you were able to to be so, so dedicated to your work ethic, so dedicated to the grind that you need. Yeah, dude, I was saying I envy those people so much. Like, I know so many people. I don't you, I'm sure you know people from your school that, and not to say that every person that went this route is now successful, right? But at the very least, it's just to point out that they realized that was the, 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 the I guess the correct or maybe um, uh, a very secure avenue to take, you know, to kind of get what you want in it. In, in being selfish again, it infuriates me that it took me ten plus years to realize that I had that I want to go back to school, right? That I want to do all these things that I could do them, and then now it's even more infuriating that I'm still dealing with these peaks and valleys, yeah. right? It's just well, it's, let me let me change your perspective a little yeah, bit, yeah. bro. Um, you know, uh, more so now in my age, um, I try not to dwell on the past like that. 
You know, yeah. I'm not try, I try not to, to play the what if game. You know, yeah, like we, you know, and I, I include myself because I, I did the same thing, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I said, right out of high school, I started touring. Mm-hmm. I had these shitty jobs and I just was touring because that's what I wanted to do. That was my decision. Yeah. You know, um, I think instead of looking at it as uh, a, a moment of, of you be feeling infuriated about the fact that you didn't do it at that time, use it as motivation to do it now. Do that, you know what yeah. I mean? Because um, for me, it's much better to do it later than not to do it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, fuck it, bro. Like, to me, the way I see it, especially, I mean, you're 31 now. Yeah. Uh, the way I see it, bro, 30s are the new 20s, but you you have your shit together in the sense of you know what you want. Exactly. And you, you know, know what I mean? You have, you have certain things you didn't have at that age to kind of help with that. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and that's no excuse for the fact that we didn't do it at that time. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. There are people who, who did it and they got their degrees or doing really well mm-hmm. but hey man are they really happy yeah they got a f- they got debt up their ass yeah that's true you know what i mean yeah like that's what i'm saying like there's certain people out there who have all this fucking success and have all this money but are they truly happy are they truly happy you know and i'm not and i'm not trying to justify the reason why we didn't do that yeah. i'm just saying everybody's different yeah you know what i mean yeah. you're on your own path yeah you're, you're you're on your own journey. Yes, you didn't do it right away, but you're doing it now, man. Yeah. And, and you're at a point now where you're acknowledging, hey, man, like I'm going through these feelings and emotions that, you know, these peaks and valleys of, of the highs and the lows. At least you're at an age now where you're acknowledging it yeah. and you can get the help. That's, that's damn, that's so right. then yep. it's like, point. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's one of those situations where it's like, hey, man, like. Not only am I going to school, which is a great thing, mm-hmm. I also understand and realize like I got this other side that I need to take care of. Mm-hmm. So take care of it. Yeah, take care. You know of what it. I mean? And yeah. so that's the way I see it. Because the whole, you know, like I, I did the same thing back in the day as well. I used to dwell like, oh man, like, you know, I'm struggling on this and on that. And and to be honest, it does no one any good. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, you don't put yourself in a in a good situation. Constantly dwelling, it, it, it impedes your, your forward progress too. At times, you know, it's it could be so much of a d- down, like a it might it could hurt you so much it can stop you from from, from growth from growth. And you know what's funny, bro? Um, yesterday I went to a concert with Ro, uh, Isaiah Rashad. Shout out, shout out, Zay. He put on a great show. Fucking, I had a magical experience, dude. We were up in the balcony, VIP section. Great, great view. Great, ah, oh, dude. Great fucking concert yeah about maybe three rows in front of us to the left was the uh, founder and ceo of top dog entertainment which if uh i'm sure you don't know that's the the label that has uh school q kendrick lamar mm-hmm. isaiah rashad SZA, all these artists um he's the founder and ceo of that record label he and his crew were sitting a, a few rows in front of us and throughout the show, bro, I was vibing, boom, boom. I couldn't help but to keep peeking over and looking at him, dude. Like, just, I've been a fan of of this late label's music for so long. Mm-hmm. I saw their growth from, like, playing local shows to being these fucking worldwide superstars. Seeing this guy, bro, he was wearing a hoodie, a hat, looked like a normal dude. Mm-hmm. He's His net worth is, like, $110 million. Mm-hmm. Balling, 
He just looks like a normal guy. He was there to have a good time at a show. But, like, just seeing him, knowing what he built, the work he put in, bro, I haven't never really been in that close proximity to someone so successful that I admire so much. Yeah. It kind of, as weird as it sounds, bro, it kind of... It kind of made me feel some type of way. Like, like, like inspired or like inspired, but also like, like, like if he can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. Like I'm not, not to say I'm going to fucking do great things and make a hundred million dollars, but, but why not, bro? But why not? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I think we got to get out of them, that mindset of like, Oh, I, I'm I'm not saying I'm good. Why not? Yeah. And, and yeah. I was seeing this guy, bro, and I was just, like, kind of with my mouth open, like, damn, like, and then he left, right, with his crew, like, uh, literally, like, 30 seconds before the show ended, just in front of the whole crowd. So just walking. Sneak out. But, like, the way he was, he had people, like, with him, following, like, he was moving, people were, top, hey, top, what's up, bro? He was giving five to people, like, high yeah. fives to people. It's just, like, the way he carried himself, bro, like, you can tell. Yeah, be humble. That's somebody you want to be around. Yeah. And that made me like um, not jealous, but I was like, man, I want that. Yeah, man, and and I, I mean, uh, you gotta humble yourself and surround your people, surround yourself with people who, who genuinely want the same thing. who want the same thing and genuinely care about you, bro. Yeah. And that that's yeah. I think for me where I'm at in my life right now yeah. is not so much the success the success aspect of like top dollar, but more um, the just having a crew with me that really fucks with me, yeah. genuinely fucks with yeah. me. Yeah. Like, and I was, uh, you know, I was talking to, I, talk, I tell Amber everything. Yeah, bro. of course. Like, of I'm course, like, yeah. so, like, for me, with anything, music, personal life, like, I, I would much rather have genuine relationships, like, with you, me, you, Raul, Butch, like, people who genuinely care for me, yeah, than to have, uh, on the surface relationship, you know what I mean, and and I have a couple of those, and, and it, it's crazy, bro. Like, like the relationships that like you said, me, you, Butch, bro, like that's real shit, bro. Yeah, like that's real shit. Like, I don't know if this is good or bad, or I've never had an argument, a downfall with any of you, motherfuckers, no, bro. No, no, no. So, because there's this level of respect too. Respect, yeah. But I think even too, because I think there's been times, and I don't, you know, I'm not entirely too sure, which maybe remember, but we're not that we've had like we've never had an argument, yeah. You know, but there's been times where like, hey, bro, like, hey, like you, you a get a note of each other, yeah. You know, but like, like, dude, I love Butch, yeah. I love Raul, I love you, like, dude, yeah. and, and even Aaron, like Aaron's yeah. my, like, I love that dude, you yeah. know, and so, um, I think that that to me is is what I. That's what you want, want. Yeah. more, you know, as opposed to like, you know, the worst thing for me is to have a relationship where it's like when you're around each other, cool, but then you don't see or talk to each other at all or catch up or call, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, I'm not saying that you have to like call or I have to call you every day. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like, Hey, it's been a, it's been a week. There should be no love lost, though. Like, if yeah. you, you should. The people you love, you're constantly in contact with one way or another. Mm. But even then, in those rare times where you go a few weeks, months without talking to that person, if it's really like a solid foundation. Yeah, it's cool. You're going to pick it's like right pick, back Yeah, up. for sure. Yeah. And so now I'm like at this point where I'm like, 
if I don't feel it, mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, and there's no, I'm not, not to be rude or disrespectful. It's just, hey, you know, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, for the most part, I, I try to keep it cool with everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to lie to myself and waste time. Waste time. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And so, and that, to, and that, I think, I don't know if it's like, uh, uh, I'm turning 30 and I just don't give a fuck, but it's like the things that I used to care about, really care about yeah. and really like take serious, I don't give a I fuck give about a fuck, it anymore. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and so I don't, I mean, I take it serious, but yeah. like, I'm not going to fuck up my day yeah. if some shit doesn't go a certain way. You know what I mean? Very true. Bro. Like, I'm not going to fuck up. I'm not going to fuck up my attitude for anybody who doesn't really give a fuck about me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that used to be my thing, too, back in the days. Is, is I had all these people in my life who I used to fucking bend over backwards for these mm-hmm. people. And now I don't even get a fucking... A text or a thank you. A, a thank you. Not even, yeah. uh, not a thank you. Not just that. Like a, but just like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah. Let's go get a fucking beer. Don't get none of it. And yeah. so now I'm like, bro, like, why even give that type of energy out? Like, cut your losses, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I have the people in my life who genuinely fucking care for me. Yeah. And I'm cool. Yeah. And I'm content. Yeah. I'm happy. So, and that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and, you know, the, the whole thought process of, like, the insecurities and the highs and lows and all that stuff, I find myself having less of that now yeah. because, like, I know who I am as a person. You know, I'm not that person that I was in my early 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm more um, aware and confident of yeah. the type of person who I am and who I want to be. Yep. And anybody who wants to be in my life, mm-hmm. bro, come in. Come you know what I mean? Come in, yeah. But I'm also like you, and you know me. I've always been this way. I'm very selective. So mm-hmm. like, if I know you're full of shit, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna fuck with you. You yeah, know exactly. So and I think it's just me doubling down on that aspect a lot more now. Yeah, yeah. And I've been good. Yeah. You know? And with all that said, bro, like, despite you know me knowing I'm going through all these you mm-hmm. know uh, uh, ups and downs or whatever. Now that I'm older, I it's weird to say this, but like I feel like there's a beauty in that in, in, in that. There's a beauty in the struggle and trying to find yourself through it and like, you know, that maybe that's me trying to look at things optimistically, but it's like that's the beauty of life, dude. Like you're this is a, the challenge of life looking at you right in the mm-hmm. face and then you saying what are you, you going to do about it? Like, that's what you're basically, yeah. what it comes down to. What are you going to do about it? You well, gonna... I feel like you're at a crossroads, bro. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? And I, I, I tell everybody this, man. Like, you, everybody goes through, like, a transitional phase, bro. Meet me at the crossroads, <laughs> crossroads, crossroads. Hey. <laughs> you're in the crossroads. Hey, get out. You're in the crossroads. I'm nah, trying to get out uh, Nah, nah. I, I get it, man. And, and you know, I... There was a moment in, like, back in the day where, like, I hit that crossroads. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to take this route or are you going to take this route? Mm -hmm. And I felt like I took the wrong route, you know. A lot of times. A lot of the times. But I think at a certain point, I was able to kind of find my way. And now I'm in the path where I'm like, you know, I'm happy. 
it, it does it come with this challenges fuck yeah it does you know does, i'm not gonna sit here and tell you like i don't have those moments those ups and downs like we've been talking about but i think i'm a little more aware of, of what it is to be able to kind of step back and evaluate the situation and know that hey man like this shit will fucking work itself out yeah. and you know i've talked to amber about this a lot like you know there's anything financial mm-hmm. any plans that we have as a as a as a relationship mm-hmm. you know things that we have said in the beginning that we wanted to do in the beginning they feel like they're fucking scary oh, like yeah. oh fuck like how are we gonna do it but then you don't realize that you're doing it and then you you're overcome in it, it. you're in it, yeah, you're you're in in it yeah. and then you overcome it and yeah. you're like oh shit that wasn't as bad as i yeah. thought it was yeah it's just all like you said bro all the insecurities you're building up yeah for sure and so that's you know i think for you bro like i feel like you're in a you're in a beautiful spot where yeah. you're aware of what's happening with you it's yeah. just what are you what gonna are you do, do? yeah you know and don't dwell bro don't like dwell that's a, that, that's why i nipped that shit in the butt when you yeah. were talking about like you feeling inferior like bro in the past like that shit's in the past bro yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. i i and i'm not i don't want to invalidate your feelings but yeah. at the same time it's no it's not going to do you any good yeah to keep on that to keep down that path and dwelling and and feeling that way mm-hmm. when instead you could use that as motivation to do it now yeah you know because you're in it now like you are going to school so you can't say that, you know, oh, like I feel like a, a failure, a failure whatever or whatever, is, yeah. because, dude, you're not a failure. You're already doing it. Mm-hmm. You're in it. You know, it's just now you're a little more aware. You're a little older and fuck it. Do it now. Have a little more gray in the beard. You've been having gray I mean, since <laughs> like the fucking early <laughs> 20s, the bro. Early 20s. Yeah. No, but that's that's just my thought process, yeah. bro. It's just. Yeah. And, 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 and how, like, obviously, I'm going to ask this question, but the answer is yes. Like, I wonder if anybody that listens to this right now are like are they going through the things that we described have they gone through them you know um some yeah, people absolutely. have never felt the way we felt with you know depression anxiety and that's a that's a that, that's a, a beautiful thing in its own you know so it's like yeah man uh you know so. i i think i i do definitely feel like yes yeah but everyone has their own situation that they got yeah. going on you know, I one of the most important things that I ever learned through my buddy Oscar, who used to work at USC with me, you know, he used to tell me, always be nice to people because you never know at that moment that they're going through some shit mm-hmm. and you just go and be rude and you fuck up their day and boom, boom. That that you just set the tone the for them. Yeah. yeah. You set the tone for them. Like, it's. I think it's really important. Um to just treat people with respect and then to listen to them. Be nice, be kind, be patient. As Like I said, it's all corny shit that it's we're talking corny, about. The corny in the corny, sense yeah. of like, obviously, duh. Like, you, of course, you know, but like, I, I do feel that, you know, like how when you told me about whatever it is that you, you were going through, um, you know, I wanted to be respectful and I told you, what's the first thing? Hey, bro, don't worry about it. Don't worry about hey, it. The, the podcast po- will be there. The podcast will always be here, yeah. bro. You know, yeah. like, you got to, you know, you know, if you want to talk, what did I say? If you wanted to talk, I'm right here. It, with or without the mics. With or without the mi- yeah. mics. I told yeah. you, if you wanted to talk, you know, you could yeah. always call me. But 
And, you know, I think I need to change that perspective, like, of me not wanting to come in here and, and talk on the mic and do the podcast. Because in my mind, and it doesn't have to be this way, like, I don't need to come in here and be funny and crack jokes. We don't have to talk about dicks or, you know, assholes <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. We can have a podcast like this. Obviously, we don't want it to be every single time. But, like, bro, like, if, if let's say, this is going to be... Uh, not an issue for me, but if this, this is something I need to live with, right? Um, you should got to talk about it. Peaks and valleys, like, just now, just how long have we been going for? An hour and a half, an hour and 15? Stop. I feel a lot better than when I came no, in, you know? And, and this is for the people listening. And I was always that guy, like, oh, you know, don't, well, why do they have to preach what, what they practice? Hey, man, I'm here to say, like, the more you talk to somebody, whether it's a professional, obviously they, they have uh, more information or more For training, sure. And but by no means, bro, I'm a fucking, th- I'm not a therapist at no, all. No, obviously not. But yeah. I think it like, yeah, it's You just got to talk it out. And knowing that someone has gone through stuff like that doesn't make you feel better, but it's nice to know you're not the only one going yeah. through something like and, that. And I think out of everybody within like the wolf pack, you and I have always kind of uh, gravitated towards each other, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. like you know, because I think we have a lot of similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we just talked about it. You know, we yeah. both have those those feelings, mm-hmm. and and you know, I think we're both just trying to do the best that we can mm-hmm. to overcome it. You know, and yeah. put ourselves in a better position. But yeah. you know, it sucks that it took a, a very tragic experience or situations for it to trigger and, and yeah. basically open a kind of worms but you know I, th- I also look at it as a good thing man like now you know what you got to do yeah and before when i would feel this way i didn't know what was going on now that i know it kind of what, what happened with my girlfriend and her family i know that kind of triggered it mm-hmm. it opened my eyes as to like oh man like you know you need to do a little bit better job at monitoring um, you know how you feel a little mm-hmm. bit more closer than you had than I have. Maybe, like I said, I really do want to experiment with mushrooms. Uh, oh, I love it. Um, change my speci- fucking life. More specifically, uh, microdosing. Um, and that's a little difficult because you know you have to go to work. You can't be on that stuff. So you have to find a schedule of when on the weekends when you're not working. How you can kind of use natural remedies to to aid in in feeling a little better and uh, you know you know just to putting this on air and putting this out for not just everyone in here but for me to go back and listen to it like you know this is more for accountability reasons like hey man you know step it up do do a little bit more diligent work yeah and, and and trying to help myself and that's i think my responsibility well i think that's that's definitely the number one man because You know, especially you with you and Diana, like, man, like, if you're not happy and if yeah. you're not in a good mental space, like, how are you going to yeah. make her happy? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And and, and obviously, I know you guys are happy. You yeah, guys have been together absolutely. for such a long time. But Oh, it was our anniversary yesterday. We'll see, Six there you years, go. bro. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. bro. It's like, I know you guys are happy, but... I'm, it's that transitional phase that I'm talking about. Is like, how are you going to make her happy for the next six years if yeah. you can't make yourself happy? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. And so it all starts with you, bro. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, we'll, we'll end it here. But, you know, I just want you to know, bro, like, I love you, dude. Oh, you bro, know, I love you, man. Thank uh, you. You know, I don't ever feel like you can't come on here or come talk to me outside of this. Yeah. And, and not be able to vent or talk. Well, you know I'm fucking here, bro. Yeah. So... 
for yeah. sure. With that being said, guys, sorry we kept the laughs under like 10. Under 10, 10 seconds? 10, <laughs> there's like <laughs> no. maybe like 14 seconds of laugh time. You know, on and sorry for the technical difficulties, man. Oh, no, we're good, brother. Fucking, we're good. That's to- it happened twice. They won't even know. No, nah, but. All right, well. Fucking right, bye-bye. It was good seeing you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.